Hello and welcome to round two of Six Again, the podcast where we preview and review the entire slate of NRL games, offer our tips and best bets, and bring a fan's opinion to the circus that is the NRL. You're brought Six Again by Adam Hoy and co-host Jared Mutant. Well, with that said, let's kick off. So welcome back to Six Again, and our biggest drama so far is trying to work out how to start a podcast, and, and we realised we've already done one, so now we're just going to start talking. Yeah, it wasn't our finest effort that was, but Adam, what craft beer are you advertising today? One of my favourites, one from the sunny coast where we come from, got a good old Larry Pale Ale here by the Your Mates boys, and uh, can't wait to smash it down. I went a bit richer this week. I'm drinking Great Northerns. Ooh, that's so great. I went all out because all the money we're earning from the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> rolling in it. So you're pretty much a fibro and I'm a silver tail. Yeah, so pretty that much sense. we're going to just go out on our own now um, with all the success we had from our last one. Oh, yeah. But thank you for listening to our last one, guys. Yeah, big shout out to everyone who's listened, everyone who's shared uh, the links now available on all the main platforms that you get your podcast from. So keep talking it up, share it to your mates, anyone likes listening to NRL, just give them a heads up that, yes, we are not analysts, we're just two mates talking footy and... Sitting in a room and having a few drinks. Pretty much. So on today's show, we've got the next four teams that we're going to be previewing, having a look ahead at their season, our predictions for their best 17 or our best 17 for those teams. Again, we'll look at a breakout star or a standout player from that team. And at the end, we'll have a bold prediction. And what was the other thing? Auckland Nines. We're going to analyse each jersey with one word. Yes. So Shocking. We, we understand people putting a lot of effort to those jerseys, but with this is just a mm. fan forum, so we're just going to have a little fun with it. Pretty much. Um, what's happened since last week? Of course... Straight after we talk about Canberra and Cronulla, they're straight back in the news. So Jack Wyden re-signing for four years. Pretty safe bet by Canberra, you'd say? Yeah, if he keeps up his standard. He's been playing for the last couple of years. Um, Ricky Stewart's probably best move in his coaching career, moving him to six. So if he keeps up that standard, he's probably they're probably paying unders for him over the years because he'll probably be regular for Australia and New South Wales for, those, for, that, for that time. Now, I think he said as well it was an easy decision, so he's obviously comfortable there. Yeah. And he's mentioned his move to 5'8". I still, I think the job that Ricky Stewart's done with him, if he's asked to move to the centres centers or move to fullback a he week can... after, he'd be able to do it straight away. Yeah, he's that sort of player. And you'd back him in for holding on to his New South Wales jersey, you'd back him in for his Australian jersey, as long as yeah. he keeps up what he's doing and even improving. He could probably still improve his short kicking game. His kicking game in general, really... It's not overly good, but the fact he's got Williams and Hodson there, pretty it helps him. Yeah, cause he's had Caesar there's always a yeah, so he's, had he's a, gone, so. always had pretty good kickers around him. If he can improve that, that's just going to add another string to Canberra's bow. And then we're looking at Cronulla, almost the complete opposite. They've got one outside back who wants to stay and they're trying to get him to go. Is that the story with Dugan? Something? Yeah, something like that, if you believe all the media. But, um, on, what's he on, 800000 He'd be on around now. They paid overs for him. Paid way overs. So someone who's injury prone like that. And then the other side, you've another outside back in Morris, who it's come out this week, was quite annoyed at the Jesse Ramian signing in the off-season. 
Um, Morris is pretty up front, saying he wants to finish his career in the centres. As it looks, Sherry and Ramian have got those spots at the Sharks. He'll be playing on the wing, maybe even fullback, depending on Moyle and Dugan's injuries. And he wants to go to the Roosters. Roosters. Play with his brother, which... You can see the sentiment there. and You can see Roosters getting him over the line too, really. Um, with their salary umbrella, they'll be able to oh, fit him in somewhere. Whatever. They don't have a salary. They, they, just, they just use their money better than everyone else. Yeah. So you'd see that that would be a pretty cool story. Morris and uh, Morris win, finishing the career and, next to each other. And for the Roosters, it's a safe bet because you know what you're going to get out of both of them. So I understand that both are near retirement age, but Morris brothers are just solid players and won't let you down every week. They'll put 110% in. Um, they're not flashy in any means, but they're great finishers. So, um, yeah, if Roosters get him over the line, it's probably just going to make them stronger. Yeah, but Cronulla said it's not going to happen. So, yeah, well. we'll see. Yeah, that's an interesting storyline playing out. Yeah, but Cronulla don't want that drama mumped out from the start of the season. Cronulla, Cronulla's a club that never has drama. They're just always under the radar. We know, <laughs> we know how Cronulla works. <laughs> the four teams we're looking at today, we're starting with the Titans. Moving on to Manly, moving on to Melbourne, and finishing with the greatest Newcastle. team ever. Not really, but we'll not at all. But we're uh-huh. going to go through those four, and again, we'll get to Auckland Nine. So, do you want to kick us off, Jared? We're starting with Gold the Coast. Gold Coast. So, their back line, you got AJ Brimson. He'll be oh, yeah. signings, departures. Uh, signings for them. They signed Tanner Boyd. Um, who else did they sign? Jonas uh, Pearson oh, from the Dragons. Yeah, probably their biggest signing would be Holbrook. Um, if he can change their attitudes, the way they play, and pretty much everything about them, they'll do all right. <laughs> Jeez. Um, it's harsh, but it's, it's fair. Like, he, 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 he has a history in England of changing bottom-strength bottom teams to um, top-flight teams. He did that, I think, was it Wigan or St. Helens? One of those St. two. It, we understand that there's a Big difference between NRL and Super League, but if he can do it, Gold Coast don't have a bad team. They're probably one or two signings away from um, coming out and making the top eight, I believe. Um, they've, they've got the they've got the stock. They've got a great forward pack. Um, I understand they're losing Arrow in the next couple of years, but that's just more money they can throw it somewhere else. And with Meninga leading it, he might be able to lead. Uh, get a few players over the line to come over. Um, so they got AJ Brimson at fullback, live wire. You know we're going to get Anthony Don, Brian Kelly, Tyrone Peachy in the centres. Um, Tyrone Peachy played everywhere last year, so it'd be interesting how they play him. But I believe he's better off in the centres. Um, Philip Sammy, Tyrone Roberts, Ash Taylor, Mo- Moika. I can't even pronounce his name. Everyone knows who I'm talking about. He's a really good young player. He's a like he's solid. He he's got a big motor as well, which is good. Nathan Pete, if he can get injury free, he's a really good player as well. Jared Jared Wallace, he's got a great name. Um, pretty good stock in that name. He's a he's a pretty solid player as well. Kevin Proctor, I've got Cartwright on the edge. He's a world beater on his day. Um, you have, if you have Peachy on the right, 
and Cartwright on the left or vice versa. You've got attacking options both side in the second row centre positions. Um, I think that's pretty solid. And Cartwright in the starting position kind of fits the Gold Coast mould. No defence. Quite flashy, uh, throw the ball out, no yeah. completions. Yeah, no, I, see, I, could, I could definitely uh, see where you put Cartwright. He is there. an absolute well-beater on his day. You've got to admit that. Um, it's just those days are yeah. three, and four years apart. Arrow at lock. Um, biggest loss would be Ryan James. Depends how long he's out for, but that's a massive loss he leads from the front. Yeah, obviously if he was fit, he'd be yeah. one of the first on the team sheet. Um, and then you've got 14, Mitch Rain. Uh, I don't think Pete's can play full seat, full, full 80 minutes anymore. Um, and then you've got Shannon Boyd. I've actually got Keegan Hipgrave on the bench as well. Uh, he's an aggressive player like Nathan Brownmold for Parramatta. He's aggressive. He's in your face. Someone to bring on after 20 minutes and start causing some havoc. I like that in the player coming off the bench. And then you've got um, Jai Whitbread at 17. He's pretty... Your toiler. Yeah, so you got a pretty good mixture on that bench, I reckon. You got someone, you got rotate for everyone on the bench. Um, the biggest thing I've got for Gold Coast this year, they signed a young fella named Tanner Boyd. Um, Meninga specifically went out for him. He's a young halfback. He's a stocky little halfback. Um, and the best thing about him is he'll be pushing for a position in the halves next year. So if Taylor doesn't up to up to his game, if Tyron Roberts isn't up to his game, Tanner Boyd's going to come in. And if you do watch him, he has an incredibly good kicking game. He's just a, he's a genuine half, and I think he's going to be pushing them to the brink, which Gold Coast really haven't had in their history. Someone to push their star players out of out of their positions. So if Gold Coast reserve grade, I think it's Tweed. Or, yeah, or, or that um, oh, one of the teams. I can't remember who the um, feeder club, feeder club is. But if Boyd is playing well for them, and uh, Roberts and Taylor have a bad few weeks, Boyd could come in, and you, you're probably going to gain something. He's a really good player. And then you got um, you got Pearson. Pushing for the back line, Jonas Pearson. He's a pretty solid player as well. Big fella. Yeah, he's big. Um, That's pretty much your 17. Yeah, so I, I actually don't mind this team. Um, they've got a, The biggest thing is in their top 30, they've got a lot of players who can push for starting spots, which is something, like I said earlier, the Titans haven't had. So there's competition for spots, which might actually make the Titans play better. But it all comes down to how Holbrook coaches them over this first preseason. Even if they come 10th, 11th, or 12th this season, that's an improvement for them. And then they can build on it next year, maybe sign up two, two or three more players. They won't make a day eight this year, but in the next couple of years, if they keep a solid team like this, they'll go pretty strong. I think like the last few years, what we've seen with regards who the coaches at the Titans, or even regardless of who the playing stock is, they never have trouble scoring points. No. It's going to be stopping points, yeah. especially on their edges. They got ran run through last year, yeah, almost easy. like turnstiles. Um, I agree. I think Holbrook's the biggest signing that they've made, not just in the off-season, but it could be the biggest signing in this club's history, depending on the turnaround that he could create with his reputation that he brings with him. Um, I agree. They're going to be a good team, but we talked before we came on air today. I don't remember since the Titans have come into the comp whether they've had one whole season 
without a key or multiple key injuries to key players. That's right. They have not had one season, to my memory, where the majority of their key players have gone the whole season. And we know how important that is. You look at Melbourne's longevity, Roosters in the uh, as well in the last six, seven, eight years. Yeah. Minimal injuries to your key players. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see if that doesn't happen for the Titans, um, apart from obviously Ryan James already. Um, what's an impact they can have throughout the whole I, season? I don't know who they've got, but you'd have to look it up who their assistants are because it's their assistants and their physios and their gym coaches. They're the ones who create, who, who build their bodies up for the NRL season. And I'll admit injuries are a lot of luck. Like Ryan James, that was unlucky. He's a veteran. That was a collision at training. Yeah, that, that's unlucky. But stuff like that, like breakdowns and stuff like that, that that's comes down to the assistant coaches and all that and the head trainers and stuff like how they build, how they maintain injuries, how they treat injuries. So if Gold Coast have got someone in there who knows what they're doing with the fact that injuries, how to, how to treat them and all that kind of stuff, maybe they'll go a bit better for that. I don't know who that's, they've got there. That's deep analysis there, Jared. And NRL physio team know what they're doing. Hmm. Let's see. You're a dick. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go my 17 now. Out of the five teams we've done so far, this is the one we definitely disagree on the most. Um, I also have AJ Brimson starting at fullback. I've got Copley on my first wing over Anthony Don, Brian Kelly in one centre, and then I've got Callum Watkins. He's a fellow they signed last year, started last season, I think, out of the UK. Didn't break into the team straight away, but I'm thinking Holbrook's going to know him a little bit from over in the Super League. He's a big guy. They need a bit of size on their edge. They haven't really had it. Um, so I'm thinking he's going to get the first crack with Tyron Peachy always hovering around. Philip Sammy on the other wing. Oh, it's my brother calling. Sorry. Uh, Tyron Roberts at 5'8". Ash Taylor at halfback. Wait, who are you two centers? Brian Kelly, Callum Watkins. Ah, sorry. Yeah. Um... McKee, Fadawaka. Yeah, that that that's the pronunciation. He's a great yeah. player, obviously. Yeah. Starting prop. I've got Mitch Rain at starting hooker. He's had a longer run over the last season without injury. I think he's earned his starting spot. Pete still has to work back. I think they're gonna ease him in off the bench. Wouldn't be surprised if it switches later in the season. Jared Wallace, starting prop. Kevin Proctor. I've got Tyron Peachy starting in the second row position. I think they need a little bit of creativity as well. And then Joy Arrow, um, first name on the team sheet at lock. Because uh, I'm starting rain, Nathan Peets on the bench. Uh, gives Bryce Cartwright a spot on the bench. I don't trust his defense. I can't have him starting a team um, that's had defensive frailties. I can't have a player like him starting. Um, Shannon Boyd for a bit of size. And then I love Keegan Hipgrave as well. He's got to rope it in a little bit, but I love his aggression. He's still young. Dude. He's still young. He's just got to get his timing right. When do I use it? How do I use it? But he's great. Like you said, 20 minutes into the game, bring him on, rattle up a few of the playmakers. and He's one of those guys that come off the bench, turn the game, get his get his troops firing. Um, if Pete's – we know how classy he has been. He still has a bit of work. I'd love to get back to that level. But if it's anything like his Twitter game, um, he's going to be on point this season. He's one of the funniest buggers online. 
Seriously, you compare an NRL player's talent to his Twitter game. That means Conrad yeah. Arrell would be like the greatest player in the world. I said if he can live up to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if Comrade Carell, Harrell can live up to his Twitter game, he'd be the greatest player in the world. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's a funny one. And same too. with Denon Kemp. Really? Yeah, Denon Kemp's great. Oh. Isn't he doing like an interview series? Yeah, he's doing like a that? podcast as well. Um he's got a he's got a um pub down in Broadbridge and Goldcoast bloke yeah. in a bar. He does And he does interviews and the stuff. The locker in there. room. He he's he's a great bloke, so yeah. yeah. But I love um yeah, ever have a chance? Nathan Peets put out his um, thoughts of the the um, NRL rule changes, Australian Rugby League rule changes for juniors this week. Um, <laughs> he's not a big fan, we'll say. So we've got, yeah, similarly at different starting 17s, all the same sort of players, just in different positions. Um, breakout star, who, who do you reckon is going to? Tanner Boyd. Oh, you said that, so. Yeah, Tanner Boyd, I reckon he's going to be great this year. I'm going to go with uh, Fodawaka. By the end of last season, he was their best forward um, outside of Jai Arrow. So how can he be a breakout? He's already their best player. What I'm saying by breakout is I think from what I saw of him last year, what he showed the club last year, the fact that he'll be starting um, this year as their starting prop, not a, a bench as he started last year. I'm looking for a whole year of consistency, similar to what Adina Fanua Blake did for Manly last year. <laughs> Because he was a bench player the year before yeah. that, came out and had an absolute blind last. I can see Fodawaka doing the same thing for the Titans. Yeah. That's what I that's what I'm looking for out of um, this team. Again, we'll do our full predictions close to the season, but an improvement for them, yeah. 10, 11, 12, yeah. I could see it happening, and that'd be a great and, step in the right and, direction. And that's only if they don't get injuries. And if they get one. a few injuries, they're they're gone. Uh, yeah. But if they can sustain a whole team whole um, year with the same core players. Um, they do well. And another thing is that you got to watch out for them during origin season. I think they're going to lose Arrow. Wallace. Arrow and Wallace, maybe. Um, so they'll have, still have a good team during origin season. Peachy, was he in there? Nah, not last year. No. Nah. He played two years ago, but not <laughs> last year. I think the only upside of the James injury is it's happened this right far now. out from the season yeah, rather than three or four weeks it's in. still, that's a very minimal upside. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's minimal, yeah, like something like that. But at least they have had time or will have time to plan around it. Yeah. All righty. All right, let's go over the Manly. This is going to be, you have to lead this one. This is all you. I did put in our ride up that we're not going to let our club favouritism get in the way yeah. of our things. And you I did write. I start talking about Newcastle. Yeah. It's not like I even wrote that Manly and Newcastle are going to finish 1-2 this year. I didn't write <laughs> nah, that at nah, all. They're not going to finish in top four. Uh, no. So this is um, this is an interesting team to talk about, Manly, and then when we get to Newcastle because, I don't know, it might have been mid-season last year, Jared and I had a conversation and I kind of brought it up because I was hearing a lot of commentary last year about uh, Penrith being the top four team. They've got <laughs> talent across the board and all this stuff and all this stuff and all this talk of Manly being down near the bottom and a lot of people's pick a wooden spoon last year. And Joe and I got together and I was like, what big differences are there between Manly, Newcastle and Penrith? And we sat down and looked at every position and took the player from each team. And rated them out of And we rated them, which one to be the best in that position, blah, blah, blah. And we went through the whole thing and we both had Manly and Newcastle ahead of Penrith. Which so, was great because I've got a close friend who supports Penrith who does not agree with that at all. So I... Last year, as a Manly fan, yes, well, I think we 
um, overachieved, but not by as much as a lot of people suspect. I had us finishing more around the eighth position last year, eighth, ninth, um, whereas most people had them this 15th, 16th. Uh, Newcastle finished... They finished 11th. 11th, and Penrith... Ah, uh, they okay. finished 10th. They beat Newcastle. Yeah, so... Newcastle and Penrith finished more around the spot where I pictured Manly to finish. We had like when we compared the three teams, they were equal. Yeah, an equal close, but with Penrith and Newcastle, it was quite interesting to see how that played out through the season. But what I find really well funny as a Manly fan is how many people now have Manly finishing top four, and our team's actually gotten worse on paper, Um, which I think is quite interesting. We actually had a better team last year, and yet we were actually actually don't mind them this year, but. So you'd say a team that's lost both Apisai, Coruscant and um, I just had a mind blank. Manes now is going to be better. You're losing your two starting hookers. There's no difference. And signing Danny Levi. Danny Levi is just as good as Fiena. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Fiena was... And I don't rate Levi. Yeah, I don't rate Levi. But Fiena was one of the most creative hookers last year. Out of dummy half, the amount of tries or breaks that he set up with (laughs) Trebojevic... DC following around was amazing for a rookie right. season. Who's your team? So I think it's quite interesting. Um, all right, so other new signs also picked up Braden Musgrove from Newcastle. Um, interesting, interesting signing. Don't see him breaking in anytime soon, but he's there. Um, also, they've given out a development contract to Ben Trebojevic, the youngest of the Trebojevic brothers, so there could be a chance that all three play together at Is some point. Is that the young? I thought there was four. Those three that play league. Oh, what's the fourth do? Oh. Ah. Fair enough. Another outside back. Um, so my starting 17 is pretty similar to how it looked for most of last year. Uh, Trebojevic at one, Tafura at two, Brad Parker at three. He did enough last year to hold his position. He's not flash. He's solid. Moses Suli is looking better and better each season under Hazler. Um I'm really excited to see what he can do this year with that size. Ruben Garrick was our breakout. He was our player of the year last year. Keeps his spot, goal kicker. Dylan Walker, now at 5'8", um, three seasons, so he'll be even more comfortable. DC, obviously, at halfback. Vanilla Blake and Tapao starting props. Curtis Siren and Joel Thompson starting back row and Trevojevic at lock. And I've put, as my starting hooker for the year, not Danny Levi, but I've thrown it to Cade Cust. He... Played a few games through the origin period last year. He's a damn good player. He's got really good smarts. He's playing in the Perth Nines at the moment. Um, between him and Levi, he's more creative. Levi's played more dummy half. I'm going to give it to Cass because he can defend as well. On the bench, there's a lot of guys. They're not, they're not very well known, but no. that's how you break out in the NRL. You don't yeah. be known when you start off. So I've got... Jack Gowalski, I always yeah. mispronounce his name. Goswitzki. Yeah, if he works on his hands, he's a damn good line runner. He got a hat trick in one game last year. Taniel Pasaka um, and Tafoa Sipley, I think, will get the starting forward positions. Pushing them are going to be Morgan Boyle and then even Tony Williams, who's back with a one year contract for Manly. Um, he played the last 10 games in New South Wales Cup last year. And I was quite interested because I looked up his stats. In those 10 games, he was averaging, this is his second row, averaging 121 metres a game, hmm. um, 90% tackle efficiency, 
six, at, at 16.8 tackles a game, two line breaks, five lane, line break assists, and two tries. Jesus. Which is pretty damn good for um, a now 31-year-old coming back. Is he only 31? Sport. He's only 31. So I would not be surprised to see Tony Williams get a bench spot in round one, but I still think uh, Paseca definitely and Sipley coming back from an injury will probably hold their spots. And that leaves you utility, and that it could be any th- any one of Lachlan Croker, Danny Levi, Brendan Elliott. Uh, Elliott's going to give you your backline variability. Uh, Levi's got your, your dummy half covered, yeah, and yeah. Croker can play backline, and you can even throw him in at lock or dummy half if you if need you, to. If you've got... If I had a choice, I'd Elliot. probably put it down at Levi just because yeah. K Cuss isn't a proven dummy half. If you got Elliot there, you don't really have much chance for anyone to go down a hooker. No. So, so no, the only other player I'd probably put there in that squad is probably Jake Trojevic. And yeah. Um, so I've got a pretty different than Adam. Um, I've got Tom, Tommy Turbo at fullback, which is pretty standard. Uh, George Tafur. I've got Dylan Walker in the centres. I think he's a better centre than um, – well, he's the best centre they've got, and I don't think he needs the pressure of four point. I think he's too naturally just on instinct to play I, like that. I agree. He's still a better centre, um, but – Moses Suley, um, Ruben Garrick, I, I, I put him as my breakout. I think he's a great player. I've actually got Lachlan Croker at six. He's a genuine six. I think they need to just put him in there for ten games and just let him get his head in. He's a really, really good player. Um, obviously, Cherry Evans, Fanua Blake. I've got Levi starting at nine. Tapao, Siren, Joel Thompson, and Jake Trevojevic. I got Cust starting in um, at fourteen, just because of the fact he can play hooker. He's a, he's a genuine half. He's a he's six. He's a genuine half. He's yeah. a six, but he can play hooker. But if you do that, and someone goes down the back line, you've got um, Thompson who can play in the centres. So you've got more of a well-rounded team with him playing off the utility. Pasaka Goswecki. Well, Goswecki. Can you pronounce it for me? Goswecki. There you go. And i got Corey Waddell. But Sipley could push in there as well. Um, I think they'll wait a while before Williams. Um, they put Williams in. Um, so I think the bench will get swapped around a fair amount just because of the fact that a lot of unknowns. So Des Hadley can test what works and that kind of stuff. And through Origin, you'll yeah. be losing both Trebojevic's yeah. DCE. Um, but yeah, so they've got a good team. I just, I think the key for them would Croker playing well. Now, you know you're going to get out of Cherry Evans, but with another attacking option with Croker, because he is a very attacking player, they might do really well because of that. Um, I think he deserves his chance. He's been around. He's had a few unfortunate injuries. So I'd like to see him actually be put in there and um, given a sh- given a shot, and I think they're more re- more well rounded with Walker playing um, in the centres. I think they look like more attacking team. Brad Park is good, but um, yeah. So yeah, that's my manly team. Next we'll be on the Storm. Oh, do you have a breakout uh, star of the year? Yeah, Croker. Oh, you reckon Croker's going to be that one? Yeah. I'm going to go with um, Albert Hopawade. He's on a developmental contract. Um, he's another Hopawati, name synonymous with Manly, mostly for the right things, but obviously we all know the other thing that happened. We don't have to bring that up anymore. Um, he's young. He's raw. He's talented. He's fast. He's 
similar to his um, brother Will. I'm looking forward to see if he gets a crack this year, but even just watching the nines yesterday, I'm also excited to see if Luke Metcalf is going to get a crack because he looks as though he's got speed to burn. Again, he's another half coming through in the system. Um, again, I didn't see him getting a crack till maybe around origin time, but it'd be interesting to see if, given the go, what he can do. Um, I picked Jamil Hopawade to break out of Brisbane last week. Oh, yeah. I reckon it's going to be a big year for the Hopawatos this year. Okay, so that's pretty much our breakdown on Manly. I think I've kept that very. Yeah, for you, um, we're going to need a full hour for me for Newcastle. That's not bad considering we've got like the best halfback in the game. Ah, all that. But um, we'll call that halftime right now. We'll come back with our preview of the Storm and Newcastle just after this. All right, Jared, second half, we are kicking off with the, the Storm. Probably the best team of our generation, best club of our generation. Yeah, I don't think there's a debate there. Yeah. Neither is the, obviously, Storm fans, but you got to respect what they've done. Yeah. Um, and new signings and departures, we've become pretty used to them. Not, not signing not, many. Yeah, not doing many with regards to signings each year, but getting the best out of them. So they brought back Riley Jacks, who spent the last... Season, two, two seasons yes. up at the Titans. Yeah. And Brenko Lee, who's kind of been around um, a few different clubs, Bulldogs, Titans, now having a crack with the Storm and the Seas over in the Perth Nines yeah. um, at the moment. It'll be interesting how he goes because Bellamy brings the best out of a lot of people. So I'm very curious how that one goes. All right. So this is, to me, probably the easiest 17 to do so far. But uh, we'll run through. So we've got Pappenhausen at one, Addo Carr on the one wing with Vunavalu on the other. Justin Olam, Marion Sevi um, in the centres. Cam Munster, Jerome Hughes in the halves. Jesse Bromwich um, and Nelson Asafa Solomona as our starting props. Cam Smith at hooker. Kafusi, Bromwich and Fanukin in the back row. On the bench, uh, Brendan Smith. Tui Kamakamika, and then Tino Fasosuale, and Christian Welch. Yeah. Um, I pretty much got the same except for a few key changes. Obviously, you got Pappenhausen, breakout star last year, yep. and you got Addo Carr and Vunavala on the wings. I actually got Justin Olam and um, Nico Hines in the centres. Um, Nico Hines, he played fullback for Sunshine Coast last year. He's... Without Harry Grant there, he was probably their best player, and they um, should have won the grand final. I'm not sure what happened, but they should have definitely won the grand final. They didn't. They got the minor premiership. You know, Nico Hines is a very good player. He's a tall, rangy guy with ball skills. I think he'll do very well on the Bellamy in the centres for him. Um, I got Munster. I've actually got um, Riley Jacks at seven. I think he's just more of a genuine seven than um, Jerome Hughes, um, and I. As you probably guess, I love genuine halves. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, and he's just an organising player. He's nothing flash, which I think Melbourne are. They don't, they're not flash, yeah. but they yeah. play within yeah. the system. And then the forward pack's pretty sad. Bromwich, Asafa, Solomona, um, Felice Cafusi, the other Bromwich brother, and probably the most underrated player in the NRL, Dale Finucan. Um He should have played for New South Wales seven to eight years ago when he was playing at Bulldogs. Um, 
I think he should have been cool. Uh, he was a very, he's always been a he's, great player. He's, he's, yeah. And then you got Brandon Smith, um, two got incoming Kamiga. Uh, yeah, and um, Tino, Gimpy boy, actually. Yeah. And then you got Christian Welch. You're not losing anything there. He's just a good player. Um, yeah, so what I, what the bigger points are, I'd have Hines in the centres, I'd have Jacks at halves. Um, I think the breakout star will be another he, – he did play for Sunset Coast last year as well, a guy called Darren Schoing. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. He's built like Matt Scott. He, um, he's got a motor on him. He's a very, very good player, and I think he could push for a front row spot or at least a bench spot, mainly around origin because uh, Melbourne always lose a few players during origin. So, yeah, I reckon they won't be, be losing either of their props. But they'll lose Welch and Kafuki. Yeah, Fanukin. So they'll lose about three players. Um, I think he could be an option off the bench at that point. He's he Like I said, he's built like Matt Scott and he's got a motor on him. So I think he could do very well for him. But Storm, there's not that much to analyse with Storm. They're just Melbourne. They'll, they'll play the same way. They'll probably tweak their attack and defence a little bit to go with the times, but they're always they were going to be up there for a long time, especially with Smith leading them. I, I think it's interesting that they bring back Riley Jacks. So obviously Bellamy letting him go, and then you well bringing him back. You could see that maybe at the time we didn't want to let him go, but yeah. obviously salary cap etc. may have forced him out. So it's interesting to see him back. Um, I definitely take your point with him being the more genuine half. I believe that too. I think Hughes just at the moment has the runs on the board from last year. I wouldn't be surprised if um, that happens later in the year and there's a switch. What do you do? You put any stock into the rumours on the off season that Cam Smith's going to be spending time at nah. first receiver? No, um, they wouldn't have bought Jacks if that was the case. Um, they've got the they've got like I think they put Hughes there. Um, he's there over Smith. I do think that Smith controls the whole point of their attack anyways, no matter where he is, but he's just a better hooker. Um, I, I think those rumours stem more from allowing Brendan Smith to have more minutes through a game because he's looking as though he'll be the... I don't believe he will. ...the follow-up hooker. I, I see him... I, I, or as just like a mongrel lot. Yeah, I, I believe him. I reckon he's the best position where he is now. Um, he, he he always was the replacement hooker for Melbourne, but that Harry Grant, he's playing in the nines now. I watched a few Falcons games last year. He tore it up. He's a really, really solid player, and he's more like Smith than Harry, um, than Brandon Smith. Brandon Smith is. Yeah, he's more like Smith than Smith. <laughs> he's more of a he's more of a jump out, control the ruck sort of player. So. I believe Harry Grant will be the next hooker for Melbourne instead of Brandon Smith. That sounds great. Just Brandon Smith, my favourite player in the entire league, even though I'm a Manly fan, and <laughs> I want him on the field as much as possible. He is so damn good to watch. Yeah, I but... just love him getting out there, chopping guys close to double his height and weight and a half, getting up, mongrel, smile yeah. on his face. He's just... He's a player that every team wants to play. Oh, man. He's the epitome of awesomeness. Yeah. Reminds me of, like, literally a honey badger. <laughs> Yeah, but better than the original honey badger in Nick. No, I know. I'm talking about the animal. Oh, the actual animal. No, he's just scared of nothing. Gets out there, gets into it. Um, I, I, I think this is Melbourne's last chance. You reckon? 
Yeah, last chance to win a seven premiership. Well, with this, I'm just looking at the the players they're losing at the end of this season. Who are they going to lose? They're losing both Ado Carr and Vunivalu. This is both their last season. Um, Tino Fasusumale, who I've got as um, I know he broke out last year, and everyone, my everyone who watched the Storm games definitely took notice. But if he gets a whole season of continuous um, opportunities this year, I think we're going to see just how good this kid is. I've got him as a brace up. He's going to the Titans at the end of this season. Um, they've already lost Joe Stimson, who's gone to the Bulldogs. Um, and how many more years does Cam Smith play? 12 to 40. Yeah, it could be, actually. But I just think that's – it's starting to – Slowly, I wouldn't say come apart, but there's key pieces. They win the minor premiership last year. That's great. <laughs> Means nothing in the NRL. It should mean more. It should mean heaps yeah. more. Actually, we can touch on that later. Yeah, but in our state of age, it doesn't mean anything. So, I don't know. I, I have complete faith in Bellamy and their system to keep bringing players through as they always have, but um, I still reckon they'll give it a damn good crack this year because that is such a good looking 17. Yeah. So I don't think we've got any players different except um, for Jackson Hughes. I think that Melbourne will bring in or develop a winger to cover Vunavalu out of car. I'm not too worried about that because when they when they've done the salary cap, who did they lose? Inglis, Hoffman, Falao. Like when you lose three players of that caliber and turn around, I think they won the premiership two years later or a year mm-hmm. later. You, you think you couldn't come back from losing Falao, Inglis, and Hoffman. But they, but they also still had Smith and Cronk. They uh, had Slater and Cronk. But um, that's 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 true. But I still believe that Melbourne, if they can come back from losing Inglis, Falao, and Hoffman, that's not a bad thing to come up with. And just so you know, we've got the nines on the TV right now, just, and Newcastle just ran on the field. Look at that. The whole Newcastle team got on the field without anyone falling over. Yeah, it's well, a great start. See, see, the thing about that is, oh, they brought Gidley back. They, they, he, he killed it yesterday. So uh, I thought that was, I thought that the footage just then was in slow motion. But it was just Gidley moving. No, you're you're just lagging. Don't blame you. Don't blame Gidley for your internet. Um, so is he, is he talking about the weather there? So what I what I like about this year's nines is, and I still have nightmares about this. Last time I watched the nines. Jared Mullen, when Jared Mullen was playing really well, and I think he had a full off-season without injuries, tore his hamstring after taking one run in the nines. And he ruled him out for the rest of the year, or close to that because he had recurring injuries for his hammies. Newcastle have not brought that many players that, if they get injured, will affect the Newcastle squad this year, but they're still playing well in the nines, which I love. So I don't mind... You'll take any win you get, right? Oh, mate. Last 10 years I've had. Jesus. Yeah. New South Wales and Newcastle. Bloody hell. Okay. And on that note, we're going to switch over to Newcastle squires. And this is my time to shine. Good, because I have to be honest, and I couldn't get a whole 17 together without your help. Right, so so anyway. I got Ponga, obviously, Edric Lee, Heimel Hunt, Tau Tau Moga, Bradman Best, Phoenix Crossland. I love the look of Crossland. I haven't really seen him play. I've, I've looked at highlights. I haven't really seen him play. Highlights don't really give you a good indication of what a player is. Um, I love the idea he's a big body. 
at 5'8". I love big 5'8s. Um, and I don't like the idea of man playing six. I never really liked man. Stop laughing at him. Um, so you got Crossland at six, Pierce at seven, Clemmer, new signing Brayley. Um, then you got Safidi, Fitzgibbon. I honestly think he'll be one of, if not, he'll be the next captain in Newcastle, and he'll play for New South Wales eventually. I reckon he's a he's a typical second rower. He runs hard, big rangy guy, and he hits hard and defends well. Um, Barnett and Glasby. And then on the bench, I've got Watson, little live wire. Newcastle's through the ball on the ground. Great. Uh, then you've got yeah, Watson, live wire, and then you've got SASA. Um, I believe this is his, his year. Um, I can't believe Nathan Brown or Newcastle hierarchy, whoever it was, wanted, were talking about getting rid of him next year. He's a he's a really good player. I just think he needs confidence. He's a confidence player. Was he player. the one that was in the car accident? And had the big, no, that's, the big um, that's, that? oh, that's a big guy. Um, we bought him from Parramatta. He's over in England now. Oh. No, that's not him. Sorry, he, he was, no, that was now six or seven years ago. That was. Yeah, and then you got not. Guerra, and I put Pasami Solo at seven. Big, rangy front rower. And he's young, and he's hungry, and he's keen. Um, the problem I see at Newcastle is their back line. Um, I'm surprised. So their back line, they're putting a lot of faith in this Bradman Best. He's young. He needs a lot of experience heads around him. Newcastle's back line is not that experienced. You take Pierce out of there, who I believe will play six. Crossland, his debut season. Pong is into his third year. Um, he can't he, – he, he shouldn't be leading the team yet. He should be just a live wire at the back, um, no matter his talent. Paulie Paulie. Paulie Paulie, that's it. 2017. Um and then you, you just don't have, like, Lee Lee was a fringe player his whole career. He's only really played well last year. Hunt's, a, Hunt's in the same boat. Um, if they get an injury in the back line, especially how Tauta Mogris has a lot of injuries, I think they can suffer just from lack of experience in their back line. Um, but we'll see what happens. But I just worried about that because they're also talking about putting that staff at Toa on the wing. He's a good player as well. But we'll see what happens. Um, I couldn't fit Matafia in the team. I just don't <laughs> like him. Um, I, didn't, I, new, didn't, I don't have him either. That's a Newcastle fan. Um, I reckon that his best position was on the wing where he started. He only brought brought into the second row because I reckon either Rick Stone or whoever put him in there back in the day went, we need someone to play second row, and he just put his hand up. That's how I reckon he got his spot because he's he was such a good winger and he could finish and everything like that. And then they put him in the second row. He bulked up. He slowed down. And he just – they're trying to make him look like Mac Mitch Orbison, which he's not. So I couldn't fit him in the 17. Um, he can cap the reserve grade, whatever. Um, they don't have that much depth with experience. So they're outside the top 17. Uh, sorry, outside their forward pack probably, there's not that much depth. Um, That's what I struggle with because I had yeah. to come to you to even fill three of my and positions because I didn't, I'd recognise the names. I had no idea what positions they even played because they played yeah. so little. Uh, the next concern I have, and this is going to surprise a lot of people, is probably Caelan Ponga. So last year there was a big debate with what happened with Jesse Ramian. When you did watch Newcastle games, Jesse Ramian was out on the right he did get the ball, but when he did, and he did when he did get the ball, sorry, 
He ran over people, and he got it from a standing start a lot of the time because Newcastle's attack was always focused on the left-hand side. And Ponga's a left-hand attacker. He needs to build his game more to attack on the right as well. He passes right to left a lot better than he passes yeah, left to so right. Yeah, so he, he, he will get that. He's only young. But I don't think Newcastle can succeed until he gets to that point. But, like, even when he does attack from the right on the right-hand side, he steps off his right on the inside. Mm. And last year, his biggest highlight, well, one of his biggest highlights in the, was in the um, Super Weekend. That was called? Magic. Magic Round. Magic Round. He's playing the Bulldogs, and it was like 10 minutes to go, and the Bulldogs were coming back, and he got the ball, and he stepped off his right and just shredded four on it. Everyone thought, great, this is how – this is Ponga straight up. It looked fantastic, but when you looked at it properly, they actually had an overlap three to two. The safest option was to pass it to Ramey and to pass it out. but And that's what I believe helped Ramey want to leave because he just never got the ball. And Newcastle's attack is so focused on Ponga that, and he doesn't attack on the right-hand side that it leaves us very one-dimensional, I reckon. So, and, you know, in five years' time, Ponga will develop that part of his game. I think five years will be too long. Yeah, well, that's that's not, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. So he he just he he's an elite talent, and in saying that too, this affects Queensland as well. Mm. Like Queens Queensland have are probably going to have Ponga at fullback. Holmes will probably play in the wing. Um, so it's got to you got to take everything does and look at it and go, okay, that's on the left or right because he needs to attack on the right hand side because when they attack on the right hand side, they're going to look a lot more dangerous. And while Jared was just talking, then Penrith went in there up for nil. Yeah, that's all right. Who was that that scored? No, he looked I, I, no can't put, I can't put my no. Penrith they played lock for him last year. It's oh, like a damn good James player. James Fisher Harris. No, 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 no. Um, it was just oh, here we go. Newcastle, Newcastle, go, son, go. Who is that? I don't even know who that is. Yeah, that was a nice run. Yeah. Oh, sorry, back to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I can't. I don't even recognise him. <laughs> well, that's what we want, just dead dead air. Yeah. Um, so my 17, yeah, Ponga at one, Edrick Lee at two. I've got Anari Tuala at three, Ooh. signing from the Cowboys uh, down at Newcastle. Didn't really get the chance to have a crack up the Cowboys. I reckon he's going to take his spot down here. No offense to Newcastle, but there's not a lot there to that's what I said. We have yeah, no choose from. I reckon he's, he's got a bit of X factor about him that he can mm. start the season. Uh, which leaves Tiatau Monga in the other centre. Hopefully Moga. he can just get... I, pr- I believe it's pronounced Monga. I've heard people say that on commentary. Thank you very much. There's no N in the name. Yeah, no. It's not... <laughs> Either or, what I was trying to say is we're looking for him to get a whole season with Eddie. Yeah, I'd love him to get a whole season. He can, when he's he can play. Um, Heimel Hunt, I've got on the other wing. I'm going to throw Crossland and Pierce together as well. Clemmer, Braley... Um, Saifidi, Fitzgibbon, Barnett, and I've got Connor Watson at lock. I think he needs to be on the field as close to 80 minutes as he can and just give him a consistent position to get for the for the whole season. I think the Fitzgibbon-Barnett partnership in the back row is the most underrated partnership in the whole NRL. They're both damn good players. They remind me actually of Manley's with Sirenen and Joel Thompson. They're both hard runners they can both run a line. Yeah, but they're Barnett. overrated. Who? Siren and Thompson. 
Yeah, I believe I'll that, write, bro. I'll write Thompson, I'll, not Siren. Yeah, I know that. Well, yeah. like, Siren's obviously got the talent, you can see it, but each has always been injury prone. Yeah. That's always been his knock, so. Um, but and Barnett, I love the aggression he brings. He's he's so good to watch, I which I hate saying of a Newcastle he, player. I think he's Newcastle player of the year for like two years in yeah. a row too. Like. They're, they're, they're such a good solid, and not many tries scored through them. Well, more on what, the outside, no. but definitely minimal on the inside. So it's Kurt Mann as a utility on the bench, Guerra, Glassby, and Herman Sasa. Um, you said about no one's going to get through the edge. I think with Clemmer, Safidi, and Glasby and Brayley in the middle, have fun trying to get through that. That's what I mean. Like, but they don't you, get beaten on the inside. Yeah, but you you wanted Watson. Watson's a defensive liability in the. In yeah, the but if you got those other guys around, you can hide that. Nah, you'd rather Glasby. There's players. There's other teams that have got liabilities through the middle that can be um, covered by others. So I, I think. What you were saying, like, yeah, the lack of depth, the lack of experience. Watson's one of the only players on this entire 17 that can score a try by himself from broken play um, for one. He's got enough strength to be able to throw people off. He's not going to run yeah. over. So you realise that's how Palmer plays, right? Yeah, but well, at least Watson's got a bigger body, slightly. Oh. I don't know. I just, like, in other teams, I'd be more inclined to put him on the bench, but in this team... To me, he needs to be in the starting side because there's no one on the bench that I'd pick over him um, that I can see having the same sort of impact. Yes, defensive, uh, defensively, the guys I've got on my bench, Guerra, Glasby, SASA, more solid overall. But There's no real spark on the bench. No. There's no real someone who's going to come on, either be aggressive or just create havoc. No. Um, that's why I've got Watson there because that's what he will do. Um, but is the team by that stage going to be in any position to do anything anyway? Yeah, I, I think we've... Um, for an impact player, the game's either got to be close enough and you're looking for someone to turn the tide towards I think we will yours. be leaning towards a more defensive team this year, like which it, we were, what, the first... You'd hope so, because if you're down by 18, where are the points going to come from? Is what yeah. I'm, That's true. They're going to be good to watch. I think there's going to be exciting games. I reckon if all these players have a decent week at the same time, they can beat any other team in the comp. But it's going to be, can they do that week in, week out, through a whole season? Origin comes along, they're going to be losing Clemmer, um, Saifidi, if it's the same as last year, so they go to two Pierce. starting props. Um, Ponga. Yeah, Ponga. Uh, Glasby will probably be in the Queensland squad somewhere. Um, Barnett could be a roughie. I think the biggest roughy could actually be Edric, Edric Lee. For what point? Yeah, he was in the squad last year. Wasn't yeah, he? I think he could be a really big oh, roughy. God, that means we'd be struggling. Yeah, it would, but like you'll probably have home and Holmes and Oates on the wing for we, uh, next year. Should we bring up the Frizzell news? Yeah. So if that happens, it'd be incredible for Newcastle. What's, what's the background on this? Um, so. Essentially, what's come out, um, someone's come out of Fox Sports said that um, Frizzell is looking to win a premiership and he's looking to go on somewhere else. And he and Newcastle have met with him. They've got a That's lot a more money. Choice. They've got a lot more money to offer um, than Dragons do. They're, they're both tabled three-year deals. So if it does come out, um, Newcastle would really benefit from Frizzell. 
Yeah. But what I see is we just went through and explained that New, Newcastle's strongest position in this squad is back row. Yeah. So you're buying another back rower, which is in saying that too, Adam O'Brien has come out and publicly said, and Adam O'Brien's probably our best signing this year. He's come out and publicly said, signing or stealing? Doesn't matter. We, we got him. Okay. Um, and you don't know how good of a coach he's had the best apprenticeship, but Stephen Kearney had the exact same apprenticeship. So he's great. Uh-huh. So where, who, who do you drop out of Watson. Fitzgibbon, Barnett, or Glasby? Glasby. Because Frisell's played lock. So where would you put bring Glasby off the bench? Yeah, that's where okay. I've got him anyway. Okay. So I, I, I love the idea. I'd love the idea. I think last year in that first Origin game that Frizzell, when he got moved, he got switched from right to left last year. I think that was a mistake. I think he's a better edge back rower than a right edge back rower than one of the probably the best edge back rower on the right hand side than anyone else in the in the competition. And I think he should stay on the edge. But in saying that too, we've got to get rid of Fitzgibbon or Barnett. So his reasoning for leaving is he wants to win a premiership and Newcastle's the only that's one that's coming forward in interest. No, I guarantee you seven, 16 other teams will come out of interest yeah. if he's genuine about leaving. But if he's if he wants to go to Newcastle, and I think Newcastle's chances this is their last year to do well. Um, I think... Newcastle's if, chances, this is their last chance to do well. Yeah. Is a lot, they've got to start doing well to be able to have yeah, a chance of doing well. Yeah, but it's their last chance. Okay, they've got to start, last chance to start doing well this year. This is their biggest chance. You heard it here first, guys. It's Newcastle's last chance to not finish uh, 15th or 16th. Yeah. So, because um, I think a lot of heavy, heavy weight of their players, if they don't do well this year, they'll 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 get hooked. I think Adam Bryan, Adam O'Brien will come in and clean them up, clean them out and just see you later, and just revamp the whole team. Um, so, they don't know well this year. We'll just see what happens. But um, Frizzell will be a great addition to Newcastle if he does come. I doubt he will. But if yeah, he, I doubt. Yeah, I don't think he will. But I also don't see him staying at the Dragons, so I'm just waiting to see when the Roosters come in, and they'll be like, oh, all of a sudden, we have 800,000 sitting around. Don't worry. Oh, We're only paying Tedesco 150 a year, I promise. Uh, oh, it's going to be great. Anyway, so we've gone through Titan, Seagull, Storm, and Newcastle. We've had a look at a key player for each one or a breakout player. Actually, my breakout this year will be Crossland for Newcastle. I don't think I said that. Did you not? No, but I went on in, went on about him for a long time. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'd have um, Crossland or Bradman Best. Obviously, parents being cricket fans. Um, Bradman was the best. <laughs> Jesus so Christ. What? <laughs> Makes sense to me. We don't have to make this podcast corny. You know that. I thought it already was. Oh, <laughs> that's our claim to fame. Um, so looking at those four, bold prediction. So this actually ended up in a bet last week. Um, not sure if we have a bet coming uh, my this week. My bold prediction was Williams last week. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, we, I just, we just had a bet about the fact that um, Dugan and Graham were at play 25 yeah. games between. 30. But anyway, yeah, so 30. bold prediction. What do we got? You go first this year, this week. Didn't I go first last week? No, I said George Williams last Damn week. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Oh, what do we got here? What do we got here? All right. 
Moses Suley to score 10 or more tries. Jesus. He scored a combined... That's not that bold. He scored like a combined six in the last two seasons. No, he scored now he's six in two games last season. He had a few good games last year. Yeah, a few, not 24. Yeah, but I don't think that's too bold. Right, I'm going to have a look. I reckon have a you're going to have um, to go... I reckon you have to go bolder for that one because... Oh, here we go. Newcastle are away. Go, son. Who is it? It's the same guy you didn't know before. That he's gonna get, oh, he got tackled. Come on. That's a penalty. Penalise him. Yes. Okay. Uh, my bold prediction is um, I was leaning towards giving it to Gold Coast, turning their season completely around next year and um, beating a few top four teams. But I can't commit to that, really. I don't agree they will. Moses Sully has played 37 games for Manly and scored seven tries. Jeez, that's he bad. scored six last year in 22 games. That's that means he scored good. one in 15 games the season before. That's not So if, if I say he's going to score 10 tries okay. in one season, he's going to be doing what he's done in the past 37 games plus three more tries. I okay. think that's pretty well. Okay. okay. Thank you. Okay, you I got a thing. Like, I, I, I rated him high. I have more respect for him than that. Yeah. Well, that's another try by Newcastle. Well, you've got to think. We're on come through Trevojevic, DCE, Garrick, even the forwards, all that sort of stuff. There's a lot of tries going. But anyway, I've got Suli, 10 or more tries in 2020. Okay. Um, I don't know. I was really leaning towards Gold Coast doing a lot better, but I just don't see it. Um, There's not that much you can predict about Manly. Um, Melbourne, they're just going to be the same. Newcastle, I don't want to predict too much about Newcastle because people are going to say I'm biased. But, okay, here's my bold prediction. And it's going to sound biased. Newcastle comes six. Six? Newcastle comes six. And they make the, they make the qualifying final. Far out, that's yeah. insane. But no, we'll that's, go with that. that's all out, and we weren't trying to be biased, but I do believe it, and that's because if Ponga does well. All right. Bold predictions, done and dusted for round two. All right, so we've mentioned it a couple of times already. Obviously, the Perth Nines is on at the moment, um, and the first... Oh, sorry, Penrith. No, he's over the sideline. <laughs> you put it over the sideline. Well done, Dylan Edwards. He's um, a good player. Too. He's a good player. So we've got up on the screen in front of us the 16 nines jerseys that were released, and they came out in a tweet through Fox Sports. I think it's the first time I saw them. And um, you'll see on our Twitter feed, at 6 Again Pod on <laughs> if you want to look it up, um, my first word was gross. <laughs> and... You look at most of them, and in all honesty... Oh, we're away. Sorry. Modern NRL jerseys are some of the most uninspiring sports jerseys just worldwide. I, I like the old... I was actually talking to someone yesterday about it. I like the old school V. Oh, yeah, the old school jerseys. The, the used v, to be awesome. Um, plain colours. I love them. I reckon they're rugby league all over. Very traditional. Um, yeah, I just... I, I like them. I don't like all the fancy stuff. But so, let's have a look. In saying that too, we've got to respect people making designs because we both can't be artists. But So in the write-up of this week, I basically called this um, hired or fired. Hmm. So I'm going to say the team and we've got to say whether we'd hire their 
designer or fire the designer. And with that, one word that describes that jersey. First word that comes to your mind when you see that jersey. So we're going to start with the Roosters. Hiram. Higher. Me too. It's the same as there. Simple design. Red top, blue bottom, white V. Looks beautiful. Word for you? Uh, Good. Fine. Oh, wow. That was descriptive. Traditional. I was going to go crisp. Okay. Storm. Higher or fire? Fire. They're polo shirts. Yeah, they look horrible. I, I know Storm's got what they it's their twentieth is it their twentieth year, twenty twenty, or they've got uh yeah. they've changed their logo. Um they've gotten rid of the purple off it. It's just a white now, but they've got a big S with a um a lightning bolt on the top left hand top it depends on what you're looking at, left hand corner. First word. Boring. Communications. <laughs> it reminds me of like a logo for Optus or Telstra or something. <laughs> it looks horrible. All right, Cowboys. Oh, just so you know, just so sorry, poking this in there. Newcastle just won two games in a row. Wow. I know I don't like the Nines, but two games in a row. Historical win streak, yeah. Yeah, we're on. Cowboys, higher or fire? Higher. There's no difference. Oh, no, they got... Oh, yeah. Mm. I'd put them on an internship. Not enough for me to hire them out, right? But yeah. I can't fire them out. They're just... Uh, they've got dark well, blue with stars. They're going to put them on an internship because they're exactly the same as their normal jerseys, so... My word just, eh. Yeah. All right, Canberra. Hi, they're the same as well. Fire, boring. Good. What's wrong? You like the basic colours. Yeah, I like Canberra's jersey. I do like it when they bring back a bit of the blue, I, I like yellow the, and white. I like, I like them not yeah. being so lime. I like the dark green. The looks early, like a soccer uh, jersey. Early 90s Gross. when, you know, Ricky, Ricky Stewart and Laurie Daly were right. really... Lime. Bulldogs. Fire. Fire. Boring. It's a white shirt with a dog on it. Yeah. It looks like... Looks like what the referees are going to wear. Yeah. Again, it looks like a polo shirt. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, so... Can we not talk about Cronulla? I'll get too mad. I say wolf. <laughs> All right. Uh, Cronulla. God damn it. You know... You I know, love the idea, but fire, fire, you know what? fire, um, whoever made that. Yeah, I... I, I when I watched the game last night and I got, because my partner doesn't really watch the footy with me and I told her to look out for these jerseys. You know what she noticed that you don't see there? Yeah. They've got a fin and a tail on the back of their jersey oh, as well. They? So they've got the mouth and the fin and the tail and it is horrible. It looks, yeah. <laughs> All right, manly, fire. Higher, they're the same. I like them. The basic colours, I love that stuff. The the back of the jersey for Manly is better than the front, and oh. you can't see it on this picture. You're yeah. going to see it when you watch it live. But I, I don't see it. I like the basic color. I don't like too many colors on a jersey. Yeah, me neither. I just think they could have done something special. Newcastle. Yeah. I, I don't know. Fire. I, yeah, fire. It actually looks worse on the field than it does on that picture. I, yeah, but we won two games. Doesn't matter what the jersey looks like. <laughs> oh, this um, that, downgrade. The, you can't really see. It there, but because Newcastle actually send out a, a program every week, yeah. they've actually got a coastline on their jersey. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, so it's got the coastline and what makes Newcastle, Newcastle on their jersey. Oh. So, the art's coal. really good to put on the Newcastle. No, not coal, beach. Oh, it looks like, I thought it, li- no, it literally beach. looks like someone spilt food so on it. So, I've actually seen the report that Newcastle brought out, and the idea behind it's great. And because it's only a weekend jersey, 
Go for it. Oh, so the jersey replicates the team. The idea is great. It's just they got nothing to work with. Hey, we want more games this weekend than you. Just sit down. Yeah, right, sorry. This is just fun. We've always done this. All right, what's the next thing I can tell? That's Warriors. Oh, Warriors. I don't like it. And it's got so, like like I no, I no a massive Maori looking dude no, on the front, uh, which is cool idea again, but not uh, not well executed. Gold Coast. Uh, yeah, we're fine. Then Gold Coast look like a, a team from England with the spots. I don't like that. You know, I'd, I'd fire Titans. It kind of looks like a candy bar. Maybe? Yeah, it looks like know. yeah, candy bar wrapping. Yeah, no, nah, fire. Um, Parramatta. They look. That higher. looks like a soccer jersey. I'd say higher. I I, I hate Parramatta. Obviously, manly fan, but I got to say they're one of the better jerseys. In saying that too, I got to stop. I couldn't complain because I love the red V, as I've said, mm. but. I don't know if it's just Parramatta. I just don't like Parramatta. Yeah, I know, but I, I, I do like that it's a yellow jersey with a blue yeah. V instead of the yeah, blue and the yellow, okay. just to change it yeah. up. Um, Penrith, classic pink, oak, fire. How is classic pink? Well, like, I mean, I, I, like, I get they're the pink Panthers, but... But they've had a pink jersey yeah. for however long with the oak brand, and it's just... But they shouldn't. They really yeah. shouldn't. I get it, Nanara. This is a chance to do something different. That's just lazy fire. Is a dragon... Is he? Is, a, is there a dragon on the... Bouting Fire. No, it's a red jersey with a big black dragon on it. Okay, so no. Yeah, Fire. No. Cute. Dragons. Dragons probably have one of the best jerseys I've ever seen. They've got the white and the red V. Stick stick down your lane. I think the Tigers and the Dragons must have gotten the same room with the same idea because the Tigers is a white jersey with a black tiger oh. at the bottom and then an orange tiger at the top. Back to the Warriors. Did you hear what happened in the Women's Warriors game yesterday? No, I did not. So the Women's played the first game. Women's Warriors team played the first game of the year. First game of first game, well, technically the year. Yeah. And they forgot their jersey, so they had to wear the men's. Oh, there you go. So it doesn't just happen in club footy, guys. They are one of those organised clubs. They always run a tight Uh, shit. So South Sydney, I don't see the difference between that and their away strip a few years ago. It's my favourite of the lot, I would say. I'm a... A few people call me traditionalist, so I like the old um, green... Oh, what do we say with Tigers? Fire. Fire, yeah, cool. Um, I love the stripes. I... I would love a round. No, it's not a round. I know they do the heritage round. I would love the nines concept to go back to the old school jerseys. I know they have heritage round, but imagine they went back to the original jersey. Oh, that, big baggy ones. Yeah. This, colors. Yeah. I, I know the players wouldn't like playing it, but it'd just be, go back to what hey, it's got nothing to do with the players. It's all about the fans, right? Yeah, well, good. That's what we want to watch. That's what we want to buy. Okay, so Broncos, uh, Rabbits... Higher. Broncos, yeah, rabbits higher. Broncos are fine. Yeah, they didn't do anything. That's kind of like it's kind of like you. You could kind of group these like you. You'd probably have the roosters, rabbitos, para, kind of on your top tier. Would you say? Yeah. And then you kind of like your Broncos, your Canberra, your Cowboys, your. They're just all fine. Put the roosters the same. I don't mind that. No, no, I'm not. Like, roosters yeah. are up. Yeah. Roosters, para, rabbitos up. Oh yeah. Broncos, Canberra, Cowboys, they're just fine. Yeah. And then the rest, oh, I guess Manly you could put in fine. Manly hasn't really changed. Yeah. Uh, the rest I don't ever want to see again. Nah, I don't. <laughs> but in saying that too, I never want to see any of their nines. Here. I don't even want to see the nines. No. Nah. If there so, was like a retro round, I could see the Titans jersey working. Well, that's what it. I was talking about, Heritage. But yeah. there's no such thing as retro can't count with Titans because they – 
only been in there for like five years. This is true. So, oh, sorry, they only mattered for five. Well, years. there we go. So, based on that, we're going to have either the Roosters, Rabbitohs, and Eels in the final, which sucks. But we all know that footy comes down to how cool your jerseys are and what team or what animal will beat another animal if it was fighting in real life. And that's how real analysis works. So don't listen to all those numbers and stuff you hear on TV from paid people. It's just stupid. How many people pick their teams, pick their favourite teams on colours? Yeah, God. Good. You see, that's why Storms dominate. You can't beat a Storm in a battle. It's just absurd. You can't beat a purple team either. All right. So, guys, that's pretty much us for this week. Um, Hope you enjoy the show. Next week we will have... The Warriors. New Zealand Warriors, North Queensland Cowboys. Um, trying to do this off the top of my head. It's not working. It's a Saturday I'm afternoon. Trying to get it up on my phone. How are we missing? Uh, oh, Para. We were just talking about them. So oh, we got Jesus. Parramatta, Cowboy, Pen, Penrith, and Dragons, actually. So that's oh, Warriors be- are down the bottom. So no, no longer Auckland or New Zealand. Okay, They're just so Warriors. We'll write it up in the next scene because we can't really tell right now. Um, but Cowboys, Para, Penrith, Dragons. Oh, beautiful. All my cousin's teams. They're going to love this. <laughs> i got my brother's team. It's going to be right. fantastic. What do you got on the Salvo, Jared? Anything exciting? Um, no. Mate's 30th. Really. Oh, yeah, I got his 30th, yeah. Cool. I'm about to take my son and my dad and my brother down to Brisbane to watch the Bullets' last game of the season, fighting for a playoff spot. So come on, Bullets. Yeah. Other than that, bye. See you later.